This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match Big crocodiles and Cadillacs You looking for the fattest sacks This is where it's at Windows tinted Seats for lyric line Keep the hands on the burner Cause niggas know that it's money on our mind Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson A.K.A. the tinfoil hat titan A.K.A. the conspiracy realist A.K.A. the technology snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles A.K.A. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk podcast episode 296. First episode of 2022. AOJ, I just want to set the tone and shout out to my brother Trinidad and and I'm going to just take a, a page out of your book and how you start the show. But this is the whole move for this year. I don't give a fuck. Detroit Classic. Starting this year off not giving a fuck. <laughs> not really. one. Not one. I mean, it is what it is, man. It's one uh, of my favorite songs. Eastside Cheddar Boy. A classic. Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast. Episode 296 on you hoes. Hell yeah. Um, What's up, man? How was your week, my brother? Uh, First week of the new year was, was all right, man. I can't even complain. God is good. God is great. God yeah. is great. He continues to bless us every day, man. I'm just happy to be here. You know what? That's true, man. You know, in the good times, you got to thank God. In bad times, you got to thank God. You know what I'm saying? So, and you got to prepare for the blessings that are that are still to come. That's a fact. You got to prepare for them. Yeah, man. So listen, man. And, e and even if he don't bless you with nothing else, he's still good. I'm still breathing, so I'm still cheesing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Uh, this week, yeah, man, time to be honest, man, it's been a, it's been a tough uh uh, it's been a tough week or two. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really ready to share yet, but it's okay. been a, it's you, been a, you've been alluding to that. And even in our personal conversations, you ain't really like let let the cat out the bag of what you're going through. Yeah, man. But your God is always good. You know All what right. I'm saying? Uh, he, he, sent, he sent me some love this week. and uh, Hey, man. Congratulations to you and Aunt. I saw some of the gifts y'all was getting for... Uh, 
for your episode milestones, man. Yeah, man. What's crazy is uh, it's the ladies. Um, like y'all got a huge female audience, and the ladies love y'all. Yeah, the fellas do too. You know what I'm saying? One of the homies just sent in this uh, uh a canvas of uh, our 200 episode. He put actually a title of every all 200 episodes. Yeah, man, that was with dope. the logo and everything. So we definitely hanging up that. In yeah, the I got to frame that and put it in the studio. Yeah, man. I mean it came on its own frame. You know really? what I'm saying? Like okay. it's, it's ready to hunt, be hung on the wall. Man, that's beautiful. So uh, shout out for, to uh, Will from Dayton. He said he started tapping in with Shop Talk. He said you know he catching up here. He said shout out to Dame. He sound like a real nigga. <laughs> I am all day, every day. So I appreciate shout out you, to, Will. Uh, Will from uh, Dayton. Uh, yo, man. Which is crazy because we just hit 200 episodes on um, on This Week in Culture. And, like, we had 296 on Shop Talk, my nigga. It's crazy. I mean, other than Joe Rogan, who didn't did 500 podcasts? Joe Budden just hit 500 this they week. They did? Yeah. Mm. But it's not the original incarnation. Well, fuck them niggas. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but listen, man. Hey. I've been banging on that ten thousand hours. Yeah, we know. get we getting there. Yeah. We getting there. That uh, bag coming. We not even got to chase it. It's coming. It's yeah. just coming. Oh, shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? If y'all listening on Spotify, if y'all listen last week on Spotify, y'all to seen the video. Yeah. Um, and if you wanted to look up on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? We dropped a video the same day. As we are the, uh, we are recording video right now. Uh, one hundred percent. So what's up to y'all? Uh, what I do need y'all to do. Um, is go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause we need to get that popping, uh, so we can start doing some live broadcast comments, the whole nine yards and shit. So, man, subscribe to that YouTube. I say this year I'm gonna make a bigger commitment to us going live, just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe just coming in the studio before we get shit popping. Just a little bit more effort to go in live. Yeah, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on the Shop Talk page. You feel me? Uh, I got to get the login to the Shop Talk page. When I got my new phone, I ain't got it no more. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got to get that from you. Uh, easy work. Uh, Listen, man. Uh, yo, this been a weird week for people. How so? Uh. Everybody's going fucking crazy. It's the first week of the year. It's the beginning of the year and people be new me, new me, new year, all of that bullshit. I'm talking about like what like if you a bit of a celebrity or, or got a little bit of national international clout, yo, stay low for the first week of the year. Like brand new for 2022, you don't want to be jumping out the window cuz I got so many whose mans is this for this week. That. Oh, this is the theme of this, uh, the first episode of 2022. Whose man's is it? All right, man, we're we just going to start with this shit. What did your mom tell you about sex when you were she young? She told me everything about sex. Like what? My, my first condoms, shit like that. My mom told me how to kiss when I was younger. What did she tell you to do? <laughs> she told me how to tongue kiss when I was younger. Like, like what's the instructions? It wasn't no instructions. She showed me with her mouth. Like She, she kissed you? It's my mother. No, I'm just asking. Okay. My parents never, my parents kiss me, barely kiss me on the cheek. No, so my mom I just used, stopped she kissing showed my son me on the mouth. She showed me her tongue kiss when I was younger. Remember, my mom was 17. She's a baby. Look she, at all the babies that's yeah, having babies now. Sure. And, act, and look how they act with their babies. It's like we they like, have a little sister or a little brother yeah, you more than they had. Did, did you think child. did you think tongue kissing was nasty at first? Because I the first time somebody tried to tongue kiss me, I thought it was so disgusting. 
um, the first time I tongue kissed a girl, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. The first time you tongue kissed a girl was your mama. Or I mean, did you tongue kiss a guy? <laughs> like what? Do you, I don't. Yeah, he like a, like he, he had like, to, yeah, he, to specify he specified the shit with a girl. Uh, all right, that's wild. That's the first video. That's fucking wild, right? Because like, why would you tongue kiss your child, and why would you tongue kiss your? First off, why would you say that shit as if it's normal, and you just gonna float that out there? Shout out to Angela Yee. Cause this some shit y'all should have talked about immediately, but she made it everything like smooth, and they just went on like she's a media professional. But come on, my nigga. Uh, so then you know the internet did what the what the internet did, um, and then here come Jim saying that uh, well you know that was a joke and and for the record I. I love my mama more than anything in the world. I bet you do. And for the record, it was a joke. People take things way too far. Um, don't bother us anyway, but let's get it clear. Don't. That's weak what you're trying to project. Nah. <laughs> some simple, some from my childhood. We were talking about childhood things. I thought that was funny. I appreciate you, mommy, for helping me out. But no. Cut cut, cut it short, Jack. Cut the book. You heard? Life is good. I do appreciate all the support. And thank you for uh, letting me go trending again. Viral once again. But stop it. Love you, mommy. That was a weak PR job to try and sweep that shit up under the rug. So that was a joke. Do I think it was a joke? I mean, like, because it didn't sound like a joke the first time. But, like, it was a joke. And he talking about, like, what we projecting. I'm not projecting. This wasn't a relationship I had with my mama. I'm just going off based off what you said. What you said, that shit's sick. Said, said out your own mouth. That shit's sick. You know my mama was only 17 years older than me. Like, nigga. Oh, okay. Mom was 18 when she had my brother. 21 when she had me. Yeah. What, what what does that mean? Do we have a, the, the clip from, from Mama Jones? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Um... I'm doing fine, except for the little excitement that's going on with my son. Man, have you seen the comments? The comments is crazy, and everybody needs to understand you're taking it wrong. I am not a nasty mother. All I am is a mother that was teaching my son exactly how to survive and how to actually be able to deal with a woman. And for the information, it wasn't no tonguing down. It was mm -hmm. a way of showing you how to tongue. He, he licked out his tongue. I licked out my tongue. That was that. It wasn't no mouth to mouth receptation or whether there's anything. It wasn't like that. Sign that it's word all out. about where's my son growing up and me as a young a young mother showing her son how to do and deal with life with the young girls because he's a nice, handsome looking guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and I taught him all about sex. No, and trust me, everybody, it wasn't about no sex. Okay? Just showing him, telling him how and what he got to do, you know, about how to... I feel that hole just getting bigger and bigger the more she talks. Yo, this shit made so much sense to me, dog. How she, her relationship that's been chronicled with like her issues with Chrissy, shit makes a hundred percent. The relationship that he has, she has with with her son. He was calling her mommy. My nigga, you like fifty almost. Like, what you, <laughs> mommy? <laughs> yeah. All right, mommy. Like, yeah. But listen, to each his own. I mean, whatever you call your moms is whatever you call your moms. But like, 
Yo, this, uh, who man's is this? Cam's. <laughs> Cam ain't saying shit neither. Like, yo, this is weird. Uh, now, granted, I don't got no kids. Uh, but I just know what's right and what's wrong. And I got I kids, and I ain't teaching none. I ain't teaching none of them how to kiss in the mouth through instruction orally. I'm not demonstrating it. Like you gonna have to fi- you gonna have to figure that shit out on the streets. Should your mom even be telling you how to have sex? Like that seemed like some shit that is not meant for you. Because he was like, she was like, I taught him how to sex and how to do everything. What you mean? First of all, how does that conversation even come up with your mother about baby? This is what you do when you get a woman alone. Like I don't, I don't understand that logic or level of thinking. You could tell me that you playing some weird shit happened in the Jones house. Now who man's is this? Who moms is this? <laughs> now you said something before we we turned the mics on. She a crackhead. She a crackhead. She's a former crackhead. And let me tell you a little bit of something about niggas that do crack. They down for a lot of shit. They down for a lot of shit. I know a crackhead that let... Well, I don't even want to say that shit. I mean, I'll just say that she used to have... Uh, a issues with drugs. A substance abuse uh, issues. Crack. Just say it, my nigga. And, um, crack. I mean, I don't know. You know, Jim could be listening. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Your mama did crack in the 80s. I mean, it's a certain way you talk to people in regards to their moms. This shit is wild. If you could talk about that straightforward, we can have a straightforward uh, conversation about what it is. She said it before. You know what You know what really, like, you know, grinds... Yeah, something like that. You know what really grinds my gears? Well, snatches is, my buffs. Yeah, is when niggas get mad about you calling them out about they truth. Because if it's something that you said to me and then I bring it up again, like this is what you said verbatim. Why are you crying about it? Why are you getting upset about it? This is what you said verbatim. Yeah, but it's a certain way you got to talk to me, though. I don't give a fuck what I said. How you say it back to me is going is, is, is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it ain't what you say. It's how you say it. So depending on what you say to me or how you say it to me, it could be. It could be something. Yes, I I, you know I, I understand that, but like I'm just so I try as much as I can <laughs> to to shoot some things with care. But this is wild. Like you you got caught in a lie, my nigga. You should have called your mommy and told her I told niggas that we didn't really do this. And like this is nasty. It's you know when you go on a plat. He was on lip service when he had that interview, wasn't it? <laughs> how how fitting. <laughs> yes, but. Every time somebody go on lip service, it's a bad it's a bad outcome. Lip service is a different platform. You know they're gonna be talking about shit sexually. You know they they gonna be trying. You know they gonna get you drunk. Is is three? What is it? Three women in a room. You just gotta be careful you when you go on some of these platforms. You're right. You, that's where because let's just say this. That's let's, where it starts and finishes. Let's say that did happen. Like you being an adult. A father, you out here in society moving and shaking. You think just the kind of information that you should say on the internet, nigga, on social media? Keep some shit you gotta keep to your take that shit to the grave, my nigga. And even and, and Jim has a certain level of celebrity. So like, you know, when when he's on interviews and 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 I know he's working on a project with Mano. So they now I'm just saying like that. This is you know they be on promo runs or. You know, they be out in the public eye just a little bit more trying to garner, you know, some interest for the project. 
You just got to be real careful with what you say I, with these I, mics on. I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I have no interest in hearing over 40-year-old, tough, aggressive, tough guy raps. Because, like, one, you you way too old for that shit. The, the little bully, the bully shit that be trying, like, come on, my nigga. What? Y'all niggas is like 45. I'm 40 in a couple months. Right? So, and so, these niggas is older than us. So y'all 45 and up. Still trying to play the tough guy bully shit? Come on. Nah, I'm not with it. You see, like last year when Mano and uh, B-Dot had that, was B-Dot was on his podcast. Yeah. I did not like that shit. That shit was so corny to me, dog. Because, like, there's a lot of... Hmm. New York niggas are different also. Not like even that. just New York. There's a lot of people who bully their way on the radio. And the reason that you hear their songs, because they're not particularly good, they got a certain street reputation. So when they go into the club or the, the strip club or whatever, you playing that record because you they told you to play the record. Like you got relationships and they put you, you get different looks because they told you to do it and you're afraid of them. Right. And like they pretty much strong arm how they do things. And it's a lot of niggas who not that good, but you you always they've been around forever, and it's the reason why. Mano has never been a, a lyrical miracle type nigga. High hater came and went a long time ago. Not saying Mano specifically, but Jim Jones has never he gave us balling. It's, it's been a little he gave us balling. He sprinkled in some projects that were decent here and there. But just them I'm, niggas low on hits. I and I don't want to hear them niggas together for 10, 10 12 songs. Tell me what you're going to do to me. <laughs> like, all right. Whatever, dog. I'm, that shit is corny to me. Like, tough guy rap. Like, when you You don't young, think them niggas still tough in they, in they mid 40s? I'm sure. I, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Didn't yeah. Jim Jones get into it like a few weeks ago with Freddie Gibbs camp, allegedly? Yeah. Them niggas got into a fight or a tussle. I still ain't seen no video. Yeah, I figured something would have came I up seen, by now. I ain't seen no, uh, what, Prime 112, whatever the fuck that, security footage. I ain't seen no cell phone footage. All I heard was two niggas on the internet or one nigga on the internet. Well, both niggas on the internet showing their face about how good they are. I'm never doing that, by the way. Uh, getting on the internet showing they see, I ain't got no scores. That's the sign of a nigga who took an L. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, you probably wouldn't. Do you get on the internet and talk and talk tough then? I won't ever say anything about anything violent on the internet. Fair. When Tax Stone and um, uh, BSB, what's the nigga name? Uh, I could, <laughs> you could find me in the club, bottle full of outside. When, I got a tech inside. I got a snoop. When uh, Troy Ave and, and and Tax got into it, Tax didn't mention that shit ever. It might as well never happen. While he was podcasting for a good year before all that shit, never mentioned it, never tweeted it, never liked a post. It never fucking happened. Six years later, he's still fucking in. I think his trial supposed to start or just start. I don't know. Scarface said it. And then you would and, never hear me say it. Scarface said it once in an incredible song that doesn't get enough love. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster because real gangsta ass niggas don't speak. I never would say it ever in life. 
on a microphone. But that's not your MO for rap. Like for Jim and Mano, that's what they've essentially made a living out of is being being the boogeyman. Jim, Mano, 50 Cent, they all in the same family of of attitude. Being the boogeyman. We tough, we'll beat you up. Fuck you gonna do, I run New York. I slice you, buck 50 your face. <laughs> all of that shit. Yeah, man, it's not my cup of tea. Jim, I don't see you hanging around Detroit. <laughs> you know, if you know, you know. But I don't ever see you hanging around here talking no, talking no shit. Man, this shit is wild. Uh, <laughs> I just want. If you know, you know. <laughs> I, I just think that shit is just interesting, dog. Um, but like, so like, moms. Okay, listen, single moms. Uh, your job is to be a mother, uh, and that's all you ever gonna be. Is be a careful, mother. Jay. Be careful. No, I'm not gonna be careful. You're a mother, right? You can't be a father because you're not a father. You can't say I'm playing a role of a mother and a father. You playing the role of a mother, like that's it. Now, when you cross into I'm trying to actually show my son how to have sex, what are you doing? You wilding. You wild. Like, as a father, you don't actually show your son how to, like, what are you doing? The furthest I've gone, I definitely showed my oldest how to put a condom Look, on. <laughs> I remember uh, my dad found a condom in the basement bathroom. My brother's bedroom was in the basement. Uh, and it was my brother's. Of course it was. Shout uh, out to the enforcer. And, like, I remember over here him asking, like, do you need me to show you how to put it on? <laughs> He's like, no, I think I got it. Uh, me and my, my father, my pa- I never had a sex conversation. You know, my parents tried to have the sex conversation with me once. But literally, by the time my parents had the sex conversation, like, I've been fucking. Like, I've been in the game at least, I was, I was fucking on a regular basis at least two years before the conversation came up. I think like I, don't, I ain't got nothing to talk about. I got a sex life. We never had a conversation at all. Cause I was a good kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I wasn't. I started having sex early. And when my dad, I remember the day he walked in, wanted to have the sex talk, sat at the end of my bed, you know, something we need to have. And I'm like, yo, so you think the girl that I'm with now is my first? I said, no. Nah. I told my dad, like, straight up, I said, she ain't my first, and I've been having sex. So, I mean, we can talk about whatever you want to. But that don't mean you, you, you're doing it right. Not it, the actual act. Yeah. You're talking about protecting yourself. I you mean, I had paid for an abortion already by the time we was yeah, we probably, had the conversation. Yeah, y'all, probably have that. y'all should probably have a conversation because you wasn't doing <laughs> it right. right? <laughs> you clearly should have had a conversation. So, I've already them. been through the ups and downs. <laughs> like, that's some shit. Matter of fact, I mean, this is wild, but, like, if a child had to have an abortion, you might need some counseling, like maybe. some therapy in real life. Maybe so. Uh, 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 like a, a child having to make that decision because you don't know what you, you just know you don't want a baby. You know what I'm saying? That was all the decision making that I needed. Yeah, maybe so. And she had and she had bought in with it. Yeah, maybe both need. But in real life, that should have been a conversation, right? Yeah. But like in 12th grade, when it really started popping, right? Because like my because like the phone started ringing off the hook. 12th grade. Uh, that first homecoming, and you know you gotta find a prime day, and like all these little girls was calling the house. Hey, man, I speak to Jason. My mama was I heard over I overheard her talking to 
one of my aunts about all these little girls just started calling. To, I'm like, hey, uh, you hit that like seven, six, 17 years. Uh, eh. 16, 17, like, nigga, let me tell you, let me tell you how deep in the game I was. But you know, I don't, I don't knock the conversation because the conversation should be had because, yo, this shit normal. Well, 15 to 17, like, it's normal for kids to want to start having sex. Like, and, it, and, your, your body is literally telling you, shooting off shit like, yo, look at that, look and, at that. And, and we make such a stigma about it, but, like, let's just keep it funky. Kids having sex. Like, no matter how you try and slice and dice it, try and stop it, like, because, they, because they're, they're having sex. Yeah, because their body is telling them to. And because they want to. Well, they don't know yet, right? Like, so I'm going to have it because... That's all I know to do, but no one told me like like con- I'm, I'm not talking about myself, but specifically like nobody told you about no consequences. You probably hear some shit. I oh, know you can't get you can't get pregnant on your first time. Like I'm I'm sure that was a thing. The only con- the only reason I knew the con I was the youngest in my crew of niggas that I hung with. So even at 13, 14, you know, I started having sex at 14. So all my homies was older than me. They 16, 17, 18. So like I would just hear they war stories. Like, I never... Shout out to my homeboy, Ellis, who was like the nigga that I looked up to. I thought the world of Ellis because he lived in the basement. He had access to his dad's Cadillac. He always had fine-ass chicks. And Ellis was like... I'm glad you're saying this. He was, he was the epitome of the big homie, in my opinion. My nigga Ellis gave me three pornos and a pack of, and a pack of Trojans. And he was like, nigga, when you get her, do what they doing on these videos. You'll be straight. Yeah, that's horrible advice. Terrible. But look, terrible advice. What you just said, it's so important, man. I had this conversation with a young lady um, about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And she was just like flabbergasted. And I was like, you know, there's a um a misconception that, you know, men get praised for having sex and me and sex partners and y'all shame women the whole nine yards. I guess that's the that's the line. And it's not that men get praised for having sex multiple times. What it is is that whether y'all realize it or not, it's not easy for a man to have sex with a woman. It's not easy for every man to have sex with any woman he wants. Everybody's not really attractive, the tall, the athlete, the outgoing. Don't know how to speak to women. The person with gap, the gift of gap. But when you see your man who has everything that you think is quote unquote cool, he got cars, he can get women, attractive women, and he can have sex with them. You look at him like, yo, wow, because he's doing something that I don't have the ability to do. It's not that just because you're a man, you should be praised for it. It's men who see somebody doing something that they can't do, and they be like, shit. And then they listen to him because, well, fuck it, this nigga must got the game. That's what I figured. My, my nigga knew something I didn't know. So, like, if Ellis told me some shit, it was gold to me. And at 13, 14, my mind is fucking Play-Doh. And I'm just thinking, like, yo, this is what you're supposed to do. But I even went on a little bit further is because, and the reason that is, is because women control access to sex. Unless there's a crime being committed, sex ain't happening unless a woman says it won't happen. They choose when, where, the whole nine yards. Who? Who? The whole nine yards. So if you don't got that interpersonal skill that can break that barrier and get it when you want to, 
and your body is shooting off. Like, how the fuck did this go down? It's not that. Like, how many times have you heard, had a conversation like, yo, insert such and such. He fucked 50 bitches. Let's give him a round of applause. Like, that's not like real life. You know what I'm saying? That's not like, yo, here come the Mac Daddy of all Macs coming. Ooh, ooh. Like, that. <laughs> I know y'all it be don't th- happen. <laughs> We're not at the bar cheering each other, cheering each other on when we come in. Like that's not a real thing. You know, and most women think men have more sex than what they've actually had. Now there are people who just got it. That's not ra- that's rare. That's not an every person thing. Your girlfriend think you had sex, depending on who you are, with more people than you had sex with. When you walk out the house, they think that all the hoes is just throwing at you. It's not I've how seen, it I've works. Seen, I've seen the memes going around like <laughs> niggas clapping when they get out the car. Like, nah, some days it don't be like that. But let me leave a barbershop on a Saturday smelling good. You know, like. <laughs> my day gonna, my day going to turn something different. So, like, this whole idea that, oh, y'all just be praising all of them. Cause, no, I don't think you understand how this shit works. Everybody don't have the ability. Put like this. A woman. Damn near, I want to say damn 99% of women can walk out of a house at 8 a.m. and be and can guarantee that I can find somebody to have sex with before I come back in this bitch at All she got to do is go to the gas station. Like, go to the store. Like I'm, I'm, It don't matter what you looking like. Somebody, can, excuse me, sweetheart, can I talk to you for a second? I'm not talking about somebody trying to talk to you or trying to get on. What I'm saying is a woman, any woman, can walk up and they can, she, every man that she comes in contact, contact with, she can ask, hey, you want to go back to my place and have sex? If she did that, she can get somebody by 5 o'clock to have sex with her. If a right. man did that, he's going to jail, okay? Like, the first time he walks up to a stranger and says, hey, you want to go back to clink, clink? Like, he's going to jail because women control access to sex. So, yes, it's a feat when a man has sex with multiple women because we don't control access to sex. When you can give it to anybody... Eh. Look, like it's not. It's, it's, that's why. Like, but oh, how come? Because you can give it to anybody. A lock that opens up for anybody is is not is useless. But a key that can open up any lock is, is a master key. Yes, it's not a lot of those. I'm a fairly attractive person. I talk for a living. Like I can, I can gab. That don't mean that. I could leave out my house at 8 a.m. and guarantee I'm having sex. That's, that's not how it works in you real pr- life. You probably could, though. Not you with stra- not, I, not with a stranger. Nah, I, can, I can find somebody I already know. or like A stranger might be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. that's not, You know what I'm saying? Like, And there's so many different caveats in that. It's not a thing for men in general. But you, might, women, you might get lucky with a one-night stand at the bar. You might wake up with an itch. What I'm saying. But the game is the game. Yeah, it's like it's just it's it's a different ball game, you know what I'm saying? For absolute women and like this whole idea that y'all just brown here praising each other. How far? It's not. That's not. That's not. That's not real. <laughs> it's like how that's some shit you see on Saved by the Bell. That's how TV shows uh, kind of like um, depict how it is in the men's barbershop. Like, like y'all. That's like the the cliche. Like that's not how it really is. You 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 did you, you watch Harlem? I know you and Aunt. Talk. I saw that clip. I'm not watching that shit. Okay, so so you're familiar Based with off that clip. I yeah, didn't watch it. So you're familiar where I'm going with like yeah, I've heard like some real raunchy ass stories in the barbershop, but like how my man was talking when she was in there, 
Like 90% of the time when it be women in the shop. 90, 99% of the time. Niggas tone that shit the fuck down. They not talking about nothing on a bitch titties. Like that's, I'm talking that's about just not what happens. In every barbershop that I've actually been in, if a woman come in there, music is getting turned down. Um, if a, uh, a older gentleman comes in, niggas is turning the music down. The tone changes. It do, because you just... Niggas bring kids in like we ain't listening to certain shit with the kids in the building. Because I just think in general, men have men have respect. I know that sounds wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it does. Men have. It's a, this we a, have a mutual respect. for. We have our own hierarchy. Facts. And we have a mutual respect for one another. The elders in a barbershop. Like they just get to they just get a little bit more respect. We're going to turn that shit down now. If you one of the regulars and we know that you you get down like this and you like this type of music, well, maybe it don't when old girl come in because we know what time it is. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even when there's children in the barbershop, unless niggas ain't wilding out like that, unless one of the homies who usually wilding out, that's their kid. And he's just there because right. like, that's different. But like somebody, it's a child in the barbershop. Niggas is not doing that, dog. Like, Look, I know a nigga that for sure done shot four niggas. Verified, certified. Yeah. When he coming to the barbershop and he bring his daughter, nigga, all that tough guy, rah rah, like nigga, 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 soft as a church mouse, because niggas, like, is you niggas, can't niggas churches got rats. Fuck yeah, churches got rats. I ain't never seen no rat in my church. Either church I went to, churches definitely got rats. Like they got mice in the church. Cause that whole quite a church mouse. I'm like, damn, this every church has got rats and wrote. I mean, mice. Church has got mice. Your you know, church first got off. If it's a, if it's a, it's a rat. Yeah. Ain't no mice. If I your mean, church, it's probably if, a mice in a some mouse like in a field of in. If your church rat. got a kitchen, it's something going on in there. And I'm not even saying your church kitchen is nasty. Yeah, man. But it's something going on in there. Spring Hill Missionary Baptist Church when it was on Seven Mile and um Seven Mile in Vassar. Seven Mile Greenfield. But I was in that church five, six times a week. You never seen no fucking rotin. You went in there after they turned the lights off, nigga. Listen, we was in that motherfucking church. They was in there praying every day. Praising okay? praising the Lord also. Like Monday, uh, was choir rehearsal for my mom. Tuesdays teachers meeting. Wednesday Bible, Bible study. study. Uh, Thursday, Thursday night prayer prayer, prayer meeting. Uh, Friday nights we bowled and volleyball and shit. Saturday was uh, youth choir, choir rehearsal, and then Sunday was Sunday the, the big show. For a minute, it was seven days a week. So my grandma was like, "Of all people, of all people, said y'all in church too long." And she said, "And this is the first time I heard that like you can be so spiritually." Uh, said that you are no earthly good. Now that's some wild shit that my grandma would even say that because you know my grandma. But them like we was church, there. Them babies in church too much. Like, life, stay home. Our life was connected to the church. No, I feel you. Like all my moms and my dad, they friends. Not that we was like some staunch um, Mormon type shit, but like everything was connected. The friendship circles and everything was connected through the church. I found pictures of my dad 30th birthday at the church. How old did he look in them pictures? He looks older than I look at four, <laughs> which is fucking wild. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't remember my dad as a young man. But when I look at all these pictures, my dad was young as hell. Yeah. But he always looked like this old man to me. But like, yo, this nigga, shit, he had me at 23. Young man. Yeah. Extremely young. Well, man. not even 22, maybe. My, and my mom was 18. 
Yeah, so uh, my dad was 22 when he had me. And he already had a three-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at these pictures like my dad was like a young man. I thought he was always bald. I think a head full of hair. Uh, when I see old pictures of my dad with a head full of hair, I'm like, I don't know. This. Like, I can't even remember him with a head full of hair. But you know what I'm I always remember him balding or bald. But you know what it is? Like, when we were little, we were so little, we looking at their kneecaps. We didn't see the top of their heads. Like, we always looking up. So you would just see... By the time you got tall enough to, to see what was going on up top, it was, it was already gone. Yeah, it probably was gone. It was already gone. But just to circle this whole thing up, Jim, you and your mama, that's that shit nasty. And it, however it went down, you should have kept that shit to yourself. 100%. Should have just kept that shit to yourself. Whose man's is this? Yeah, whose man's is this? Uh, yo, this mama is, Jones. Yo, this is that's funny Mama here. Jones, man. Uh, one of my homegirls, she sent, texted me this earlier today. Um, it's Rachel Dolezal. Right. Wow, that's not a name I've heard in a while. And she said me this. I want you to watch it too. She's like, yo, what's wrong with black people? And I was like, what you mean? And when I watched it, I didn't know where this was going and shit. Okay. Most folks, you identify as how you identify or you accept. Are you connected to the Bluetooth? Yeah. Some people, you, you hear it? I hear it through the headphone. Okay. With that black and male is how I'm coded on right. the outside. But on the inside, I have um that cry she looked up real quick like nigga what this nigga said he talking to rachel dolazar so i figured i think he figures he got like a um he need to make a connection I think he got somebody, he thinking, I got somebody in front of me who gonna understand this shit. This black man, for lack of a better term, said he identifies and he feels more white female. And then all the black people in the audience who seen that shit. They, they, like, they started looking up, rubbing their heads. That was, you know, one, whose man is this? Why would you, how do you feel like a white woman as a black man? How do you feel like a white woman? So did you ever watch the show Atlanta? Yes. Remember in season two when my man yes. said that he felt like a like a white man? Like, come on, bro. Soon as they start calling you, soon as they see what you are, they're gonna treat you like a nigga. But what happens when you go into the metaverse? Niggas can be whatever the fuck they wanna be. Mm. Which which is white. Why you want me to stupid shit in the world. Um, but, but that's what they started drilling into is what do you identify with? This nigga said I identify more as white. I'm thinking about say Why? Well, How? I mean I'm looking at him. Uh, I'm like, okay, but he was like female or woman. <sighs> Yo. Like, what's wrong with niggas, man? I, I can't tell somebody what they feel inside. I can't. I can. <laughs> but, you can. <laughs> you may not be right, but, but you can. But this shit is ridiculous, my nigga. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, we've we've let this shit go way too far left. We, we, the we, shit is ridiculous. This shit is going on for way too, far too long. Like, I'm tired of the joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm tired of the joke. Like, for real. Like, let's... let's like you ever you ever be playing the next or, nigga or you playing with kids and like when it's time to stop playing you be like all My right dog, let, Umar let's calm down stop stop stop, 
Calm down. Stop. Stop. I put you in your fucking cage. And this is this is where we at in life. Like, look, my nigga, stop. Stop. This is what Please I Please stop. The next time somebody tell me that they identify something. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying, stop. nigga. You do not identify as a white woman. How? You a nigga. You ain't never felt white. You don't know what it feel like. You ain't never experienced white privilege, my nigga. You don't know. My nigga. Come on, dog. Come on. Just stop. I can tell that black man that he is not a white woman. And I don't give a fuck about any group to tell me I'm incorrect. Because you don't, you ain't never had a menstrual cramp, my nigga. You don't got women's intuition. <laughs> you got black nigga intuition. Like, what? If you start tripping in Starbucks, guess what they going to do, my nigga? They going to call the police. Uh, it's not a- going to be a Karen situation. It's going to be, we got a black man in Starbucks. When when a dispatcher is asking to describe 6'1", black, jet black hair, uh, please sit and back up. They going to say, uh, uh we got a black male six foot with uh, dreadlocks on the top of his fade. <laughs> like, you... And the police coming with their guns because they're looking for a black man to take to jail. So I said this in jest, being or, an asshole. Or even better, if you get convicted, they're going to take you to a men's prison. And try that, I feel like a white woman in gin pop. Start telling niggas that. I feel like a white woman. Oh, man. Yo, this is wild. They're gonna, they gonna crack your ass open just like you open that Arizona can. Yo, 2022 is starting off wild. Uh so I had uh no, I I I had mentioned What do you identify with, Jason? Uh I identify as a motherfucking hustler. Doing the numerous <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh I mean, I'm I identify as a black fucking man. I identify as, I'll tell you what, I, I, this is the best way I can explain about how um, I identify. Nobody better than me. Nobody. Nobody. I've, nobody. Nobody. People don't even come half as good as I. Not, never. I've never come across anybody who's as good as me. I mean, that's pretty much it, dog. That, that's how I identify. I'll take it. Uh, So listen, I know that this is a hot button topic. Um, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. I just want to play something. And um, yeah, I, I just gonna, I just want to play a little bit of it. As a fully vaccinated person, should we have any worries about walking by someone on the street who may be unvaccinated? Not at all. I would have no concern walking down the street past a person who's not been vaccinated and even a person who's been infected because the protection is really quite substantial. Stop lying! Stop lying! Stop lying. Stop. We kind of almost see the end. We're, we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. Um, Stop lying! Stop lying! Stop lying. Stop. We have a pandemic for those who haven't 
gotten a vaccination. It's that basic, that simple. This is a simple, basic proposition. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. So it's gigantic. Stop lying! Stop lying! Stop lying! Stop lying! What is that word about promise? Uh, now, I played that not to say that I don't think the vaccine is real, that I don't think it's uh, effective or anything like that. Not it, a, they oversold and underperformed. They lied, though. Like, stop lying. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. But don't say it matter of fact. So, like, when people were hesitant about getting it, and then people started who got vaccinated, got sick. They was like, well, ain't nobody never say that you weren't going to catch it. Yes, the fuck they did. Absolutely. That's because how they sold it. That was Fauci talking. That it was going to stop the pandemic. Then that was the president of the United States of America who said, like, these are multiple people. Rachel Maddow got on there and was like, you're not going to, it's going to stop it. Everybody said it with so much fucking passion. Niggas said our data from the CDC not just in our clinical trials, but things that we've seen that you can't even get it or pass it while you like you stop lying. Like, stop lying. You wanted so many people to get it that you were just sitting up there. You just making up shit because it's one thing to be kind of wrong and like, I'm unsure. Like, no, y'all were shaming motherfuckers. Now, this don't mean that I'm never going to take it. Uh, or that you shouldn't take it or whatever. What I'm saying is, stop lying. And nigga, like, how these different variants and and all of this shit, like, first of all, we never, I'm not going to say we never knew what, what COVID was going to be because I feel like, you know, there's people that do this shit for a living that probably knew, like, yo, it's going to be here forever. Yeah, it's going to keep morphing into something. Like the flu ain't never went nowhere. No. And I hate to, I don't want to compare this to the flu, but like every year the flu is still here. We managed to fucking live with it though. Right. And I think eventually COVID will get to the point where like it, it it's treated more or less like the flu or cold as opposed to. Nigga, damn near everybody I know done caught this fucking uh, Omarion. Everybody got fucking COVID and they get sick and then they get better. And I think having the vaccine has probably prevented a, a fair number of deaths. How do we know? How is there ever a way to prove it? You know what I'm saying? Not saying it has not, right? Right. But 98% of the people was going to beat this shit anyway, vaccine or not, just by the data, right? So what if you was going to catch it and you just wasn't going to die anyway? Like there's no way to, like, because you can't go back in the future. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like either you get I don't like, know how you quantify that information to to make it viable it? data. Like and I'm not and you could 100% right. That could be 100% true, but how do you quantify it? How do you be like, okay, if you didn't have it, this would have been this would have you would have reacted differently because everybody the virus reacts differently to different people. Some people got it and was really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And went through a lot. So it's not like, yo, this not real. No, this shit real. It took love ones for me. I know Absolutely. it's real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people lost friends. Some people got it, lost their smell. 
lost a, some people just didn't have no, nothing. So how do you quantify the reason that you survive is because you got the vaccine. Like, how did you know what was going to happen to me when I got it? And, you know, the the Omarion has been, like, more related. Like, people say it's more flu-like systems. Like, my boss just caught that shit, the, the, the Omarion variant. She's like, she lost her sense of taste and smell. She's been over it or had positive COVID tests in, like, the last two weeks. She's like, she still can't smell or taste shit. So, like, and then... And that's a, another huge part of it. The side effects, like the recovery affects everyone differently. Yeah. Sometimes some niggas may never get full lung capacity back. And like, I don't like the, the idea that was like, oh, well they had underlying conditions. Okay. So, j- cause, cause I say if I had asthma, I'm just supposed to be fucked up for the rest of my life. Cause right. I got it. Right. Oh, well he had underlying conditions. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Nigga, I, I still want to breathe normal. I was cool before I caught the shit. Yeah. You know, me and asthma were managing. They be acting like, cause you had underlying conditions. It's okay to whatever happens to you happen. Well, Nick, you had underlying collisions. Who gives a fuck? Like a lot of y'all got underlying conditions. <laughs> like I, I don't care that I had it. Like, you taking blood pressure pills, blood thinners. Like yo, know, that that doesn't mean I should be fucked up for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like I just don't like the fact that they lied because it's one thing to be wrong, like so faulty, right? There's a, it's a listen. If I flip a coin fifty times. There's a good chance it's gonna be 25 to 25. In real life, like when they do flip a coin shit, that shit really do be like 50-50. It's just a law of averages. Law of averages. This nigga can't be wrong on every single thing. By chance. Like it's impossible for somebody to be wrong on everything. Just if you was just guessing, you'll be right sometimes. Everything he said, it was once the opposite. How the fuck can you be wrong that many times? And it'd be like, that's not how the law averages work. That's just not, that's not normal. I wonder who's feeding Fauci the information. Fauci is the nigga. He is the top of the top. (laughs) He's been there since AIDS. He started this whole HIV shit. The whole idea that you can get HIV by just living in the same house on somebody and touching people. And and, like, he started that shit. It's a lot. I saw the video of him, of him speaking this shit himself. And I, I, matter of fact, damn, I should have thought about. I'd have played that shit on the next one. I'm play that shit or drop it in the, drop it in the joint. It's like, a, it's a lot of it. theories about, you know, just, just a lot of shit health related. When you go see your doctor, it's called a practice, because they are practicing. It's a lot of theories, and I think it's this. I'm pretty sure it's that. Like it's it's a lot of that when you go see the doctor, just on some regular shit. So when it comes to something like COVID. Yeah, it's a lot of theories on what it could be, what it might be, what it may turn into. Like, it's, I want to know why you can't go to work without a fucking uh, a COVID vaccine shot if everybody got this shit and spreading it, vaccinated or not. Like, shouldn't they stop checking for this shit? Cause, cause they don't fed your job the same, the same lie. Cause like we knew that shit when they started doing it. Like my nigga, it don't matter. Like it doesn't matter. The reason why your job wants you to come back with a COVID shot, because they want your monkey ass back in the office where they can control you. I'm talking about when you let all these people go because they wouldn't take the shot. Oh, Like, can y'all stop doing that now? Because clearly the shot ain't what 
determines whether you're going to catch it or spread it. It wasn't back then, but like by overwhelming majority, we clearly know vaccinated or not, everybody can get and spread this shit. And can, not, can, can niggas go back to work, dog? No, you can't get your job back. And the reason why, nigga, you probably made too much money. Now I fired you and I can bring somebody in to do your job for, I was paying you 27 an hour. I can bring somebody in to do it for 16. I'll be perfectly honest. This is what I think. This shit is Pfizer and Moderna. Just grabbing fucking money. Just grabbing money. They're making it hand over fist. I'm not saying they made something that don't work. It worked how it worked. I'm fairly sure that it does give the protection and all that shit that they say, right? But making every single person take it? Oh, that's just money. Oh, and then come back to me. Six months for the booster. Niggas talking about you after eight weeks, you can go get your second booster. Niggas on a fourth booster shot. This shit ain't been out a year yet. Like, has the vaccine been out a whole year? Uh, we probably just about approaching a year. And we on a fourth booster? No, I ain't taking four booster shots. Like, like uh, remember, it was like, you just take this once, you be good. Nigga. So if you don't know, so we, well, we thought that it was going to be one booster. Then we thought two. Then we thought three. Then we thought four. Well, do you know what this shit going to do to me? Cause it sounds like you don't fucking know. You don't even know how how, how much it how how good it worked. It's gonna be a commercial <laughs> in the middle of the night in about fifteen years. If you took the motherfucking Moderna shot, nigga, we called his number about this class action lawsuit. When I said before the uh, cameras came on, I think black people, the most hesitant group, was right being hesitant. Just trying to. So people who said, "I'm just trying to see," let me wait a little bit to see how this shit plays out. Because what y'all thought was going to be it. Not saying that y'all made, you made a wrong choice or it doesn't work or no shit like that. But if y'all thought the one shot was going to be cool. Oh, shit, we might need a booster. Oh, she might need a second booster. Oh, shit, you might need a third booster. Oh, shit, might you, you might need a fourth booster. It, that sounds like an... Well, let, me, let me just wait. Maybe now they talking about they about to make a pill. Now they talking about they about to make a fucking patch. Like what? It's a lot of experimental shit going on. And you tell, oh nigga, this shit's I don't know. I love how black people are just naturally skeptical. We I, got to be. That that's our defense mechanism. I love but I love it about us. Like But I don't like that they were shamed for trying to be skeptical. Cause like who you working for? Insert nigga on Twitter? Like why are you so invested every single day? Y'all niggas just, why you so invested in what another person doing? Because the nigga trying to get his likes and his follows up, dog. That's all that shit is. Like, God damn. Do you, are, is somebody giving you a COVID check? I just feel like whatever you want to do is what you should do. And just stand firm on that shit. I really appreciate, and maybe this is teetering towards a different subject, but I really appreciate like Kyrie Irving. Nigga said, I ain't taking it. If I don't play this year, all right. Now, now niggas get a little, little low on team members. Because the whole team caught COVID without me there. So, now, like, in New York, could y'all end this shit now? Can y'all stop with this? You can't come in without a... It don't matter. Like, when I say it don't matter, 
That's not what's stopping people. It's never stopped people from spreading. A vaccine has never stopped them from spreading it. You know, I think the worst advice that we got is like people that are fully vaccinated don't have to wear a mask. Like that's the biggest crock of bullshit that they fed us in regards to this COVID shit. <laughs> like, yo, niggas not wearing masks for a little, just the whole honor system of niggas not wearing masks is where like, nigga, this shit took a hard left. Uh, because it's a money grab. I need that shit to spread. Niggas talk shit about Florida and Atlanta. Yeah, yo, everybody in Florida got that shit at one point. Now them niggas just chilling. And this whole shit that like, look, you can go back to work or return to normal activities after five days. Let's talk about that. That's a money grab. That's a, that's for sure a money grab. Let's talk about that. Cause that that's on my list of the shit to talk about actually. Um. So I saw somebody post um, on Twitter that they not supporting a Bucharest uh, location. I'm not going to say the specific one because the manager there tested positive for COVID, didn't quarantine long enough, returning right back to work, and their employees are uncomfortable. On top of that, them firing their employees. So the Instagram posts uh, said... So a little screenshot, right? Yeah. Um says, you know, such and such got fired from Bucharest today because she refused to work with her COVID positive manager. He tested positive on Thursday and returned to work on Wednesday morning. Um, my daughter walked out and was told if she didn't come back, she'll be fired. Meanwhile, the COVID positive manager has been in the kitchen on a grill with no mask. Eat at Bucharest at your own risk. Uh, so I was looking at um the little so about the ending isolation for people who tested positive for COVID-19, but had no symptoms. So officially it says if you test positive for COVID-19 and never develop symptoms, isolate for at least five days. Day zero is the day of your positive viral test based on the day that you were tested. And day one is the first full day of the after the specimen was collected, blah, blah, blah. If you continue to have no symptoms, you can end isolation after five days. You should continue to wear well-fitting masks around others at home, blah, blah, blah. So this whole five-day thing, everybody saw that headline and ran with it. But it was specifically, if you tested positive for COVID-19 and had no symptoms and continue to have no symptoms, then after five days, it's safe for you to go back in. And if you double, and you vaccinated already. All right, so if you vaccinated, you double vaxxed, all that shit, uh, you caught COVID, had no symptoms for that whole time, then you can go back into society, still wear your mask. Like, that's the rules. Right? Right. That's what it's... Well, now, dude, they said niggas on the grill with no mask, so I need you to wear... <coughs> I need you to wear masks no matter what. But, like, technically, he followed the rules. He, if, he, if he went out of work on a Thursday and came back on a Wednesday. That nigga was out six days. Six days, yeah. He followed the shit. Now cooking without a mask on, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Co COVID or no COVID, yeah. I, I, I need you to put a fucking mask on. So, yo, if you're not cool with that, don't eat there. You know what I'm saying? I won't. But like, that's the rules. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm I don't know. 
Like everybody got the like, yo, Delta, whoever airlines asked them niggas to change it and they changed it. It was very specific what they they said. If you're a vaccinated person who's been double vaccinated, caught COVID, had no symptoms through that whole five days, had no symptoms. After that five day, you can leave quarantine because I guess the vax did what the vax supposed to do. If the vax work, everybody trust it. If it do what it's supposed to do. I don't know that there's any difference between the fifth day and the 10th day. I thought the, the whole vaccine is supposed to shorten the window, shorten the window and it start activating and all the other shit. Like, so oh, what's the, what's the problem? Unless you don't think the vaccine worked that way. Cause it sounds like you did what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And, and y'all niggas believe in it. So, you know, so roll the dice. So before we get on the internet and like, destroy a fucking business and tell them that yo I'm you getting fired because no nigga saying like no we need you to come to work because he did everything and blah 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 so if you don't come to work nigga you gonna get fired because we did it no you ain't you ain't been long enough well, who was you niggas Bucharest if you get fired I'm <laughs> sure you'll find another job making the equivalent amount of money it's it's a shade above fast food uh so like I don't know man I this there's two things this one another thing I want us to kind of like relax on this 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 because this activism thing that we do on social media and shit uh, I want to play uh, have you heard about this uh, what's my name name Joseph Porter Jr. shit yeah all right I want to uh, play a little bit of this shit because. Kevin Porter Jr. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So there was an announcer. Uh, do I got the audio here? Do you have a full Porter story? Jr., like his dad pulled that trigger right at the right time. Boy, that one stung. Kevin Porter Jr. Like his dad pulled that trigger right at the right time. Boy, that one stung. Um, so announcer said Kevin Pointer Jr. I like his dad pulled that trigger at the right time. Now, KPJ uh, lost his father to gun violence in a Seattle bar in 2004. 11 years prior in 1993, his father was convicted of manslaughter for shooting a 14 year old girl. Um, I had to Google this information because one, I don't know who Kevin Porter Jr. is and I definitely don't know who his father is. Um, but I saw the outrage on that shit. And I listened to the comment. I'm like, damn, that's. It sounds insensitive. That shit sound fucked up. Right. And then I heard old boy apology. He was like, he's like, I'm sorry. Uh, but like Kevin Porter, who was a player for the Washington Bullets, they were. In the NBA. In the NBA. I mean, this is the Wizards. They were playing the Wizards. Uh, he played on the team for six years. I thought that was his son. Because Kevin Porter Jr. and Kevin, Kevin Porter. Porter. Like I thought that it was makes the logical sense. Yeah, when I said like he was, he pulled a trigger. Like I'm thinking, I'm allegedly he took that shot like his dad. You know what I'm saying? Not like his. I knew dad. that your dad before you before your dad passed away in 2004. Eleven years before that, I knew your your dad shot. Like how would I know that information? Did you know that? Do you know who this nigga is? 
I know Kevin Porter plays for the Houston Rockets, if I'm correct. Yeah, and he's an uh, old boy's announcer for the um, the Washington Washington Wizards. Yeah, formerly the Washington Bullets. Like, did you know his father? I didn't know the shit about his father till I saw the apology. And I mean, if you're a sportscaster, you've been around the game for a minute. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these young, we're, we're seeing that next generation of players whose fathers played in the league. Gary Payton Jr. Guess what? When they said this nigga name is Gary Payton Jr., guess who I think he's son of? Gary Payton. And guess what? He looks nothing like Gary Payton. No. He's tall, light-skinned, stocky, the exact opposite of short, dark-skinned, skinny Gary Payton. Look, Kenya Martin's son playing. It's a lot of guys right now. LeBron James Jr. is going to be playing in the league soon. Maybe. Maybe. He's 100% going to the league. Maybe. I think he's going to the league. Whether got, he should, I, we, whether he's going to have a, a storied career like his father or whatever, he's 100% I, I, going I, to the league. I think we hyping Brody up Have too you much. seen that nigga play? I have seen him play, and I do not. This nigga's out there balling. You seen D-Wade's son play? You think D-Wade's son balling? Because D-Wade's son out there balling like a motherfucker too. D-Wade's son is in the G League. Uh, and them I, niggas used to go head like the nigga built I, like a fucking man already. I I don't I don't think Bronny is going to be the player that we think he is. And but I we just, talking about him making it to the NBA. I don't know what kind of player he's going to be because he's a fucking eleventh grader. I I I think he's going to have a very difficult time making it to the NBA. I don't see him being a one and done. I'm sorry, that's just my opinion. And I why do you think swear. he is not going? Why do you think you have a difficult time? Knowing that he's LeBron James' son, and then LeBron James is going to retire after he plays one year with his son, like, why do you think he's going to have a hard time getting to the league? I'm not saying staying in the league, but like getting to the league. I think they just rolled out the red carpet for the nigga. He's going to the league no matter what. I hear you. I've I've had the opportunity to watch a few games. He he does show flashes of potential. But there's a lot that needs to happen between 11th grade and his first year of college to make him a viable option. I don't see him being a lottery pick. I honestly don't see him being a first-round pick. I think Bronny might go in the second round. He's 100% going in the first round because it's money. Like, this is a business. I'm picking this nigga in the the first round because whatever team picks him – it's going to get LeBron James for that first year because yeah. LeBron James is going to be a free agent when his son enters in the league. He his his contract with LA will be over. Whoever picks up his son is going if, to get if LeBron. If you James. are a GM and your job is on the line, I would be you very skeptical of you. You you will be picking up a 39 year old LeBron James, and I'm not saying that he's still not going to be playing at a high level. But father time is undefeated. You're getting a 39, almost 40-year-old LeBron James. You thinking as a basketball player, I'm talking about a business owner. I'm picking that nigga up. Yes, you 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 getting a circus that come along with LeBron yes. and LeBron James Jr. Mark my words. But it's af- going to happen. But after a year, LeBron retires and you are left with Michael James Jordan Jr., like you you're you gonna be regretting that decision. You, you gonna set your you gonna set your franchise back. I think, you need, to, I think you need to watch a little bit more film on on, on little Browning because this motherfucker's out here. Niggas crazy. I mean, God willing, I'll be here with you in another three to four years, and we'll have, we we can replay this conversation. I don't think the niggas gonna be 
as good as people think he is. No one has said how good he's. No one has said that yet. He's not really that big. How tall is he? Like 6'4". He's in 11th grade and he's 6'4". He's not finished growing. What are you talking about he's not that big? <laughs> he's 6'4". A 6'4 player in the NBA is what, a point guard? Okay. He doesn't handle the rock that well to be a point guard. How oh, how tall was LeBron James in the 11th grade? He was already like 6'6". Six, six. Nah, he was about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, My nigga, we see who is... He he is he has the same build as his dad. He's probably going to be the same size, if not bigger. It's just what it is. It I, is what it is. I, I, I'm not sold, man. I hear what you're selling. I'm just not buying it. What I'm selling is the business of basketball. He's going to go into the first round, and he's going to get picked up. And, whoever te- and whatever team picks him up is going to get LeBron James as well. That's going to happen. Unless LeBron has some sort of injury. Who say he even going to start in college? Who say he going to college? The The rule hasn't changed. He'll be one and done. So either. Who he, said he's going to college? All right. Maybe he'll do the G League. Maybe he'll play overseas. <laughs> like what? Where he will be exposed. As what? Not the player that we, that all they right. selling to us. Who was that? Who was selling it? All right, whatever. It don't matter. Uh, but who's? I, I don't said think, what I said. I don't think he's going to. Uh, he's probably not going to college. He's probably going. He already get paid. He's a millionaire. He get paid by. He play esports online. He already got this. Whole, he, I'm not sure he's going to college because he's already being paid as a professional. So he may not even be able to. Go. Well, no, I think they got that. They got the name, image, likeness. Thing, yeah. So, but like, he's probably not gonna go to go to. I don't know. Who knows? Play a year at Duke. Long Take story. basket, weave and live on campus. Long story short, what I'm getting to is this whole activism. Everybody went there and jumped that shit up there. And then when that information came out, like, I thought that was Kevin Porter's son because the nigga name is Kevin Porter Jr. Nah, he knew that shit. He races as hell. Fire him. This man been a now. Now, listen, I don't know this nigga. I'm saying could be allegedly the whole nine yards. This man being an announcer for over 20 years. How do a nigga get fired because LeBron James make a tweet saying, oh, we got it. He thought this was cool. Maybe you don't have enough information, LeBron. Or everybody who's who's jumping out and saying, maybe you don't have enough information. Like, nobody gets the benefit of the doubt if they white, essentially. Sounds fair to me. Um, Sounds fair. Like, LeBron, we got you the benefit of the doubt Well. We got you for four months holding the, the autobiography of Malcolm X on the first page. Fronting like you reading that shit. They asked you what's about. Uh, you know, he was a really good man. And he uh, ain't reading that fucking book. Somebody put this nigga on the first page. Stop it. LeBron don't read. Like, <laughs> Not that he can't read, but like that nigga rich. He ain't reading them like, books. Act like he reading. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. You're not reading that shit, man. It's really not. <laughs> These social justice warriors. The, there's, LeBron is not socially conscious. He <laughs> And I, I'm just going to say, like, they get a nigga talking points. 100%. He hit the talking points, and it sounds good. He has an amazing team around him, as he should. But, like, when it comes to, like, really being a social activist, that's not what that nigga is. These thoughts are not your own. These are the talking points that everybody ran with. All get, get the, he's fired immediately. This nigga been over there over twenty years. Does he have a 
Do we have a history of saying wild shit? No. Like, my nigga. Nigga made a mistake. If I'm the announcer for the Washington Wizards. If you made one mistake here, on your job after 20 years, nigga, you would, they would put your, your picture up on the wall. I'll put it like this. So, Mason, he doing the announcing. There's a player called Chauncey Billups Jr. on the squad. And if he says, yo, he take that big shot just like his father. Shit. Oh, shit. I didn't realize his dad shot somebody. Like, my nigga, that's a simple mistake. I thought there was if a nigga on a piss his name Chauncey Billups Jr. and it's like but twenty nigga years come here later, and play like, with that same on. name, like he would be revered. We would stand up and clap for him just off the strength of his pops and the Porter or who dude, we think his pops is. The Porter dude don't play for the he play for the opposing team, so I don't have the scouting report. Like I'm just the announcer. I I thought that was his son. I think he's just possibly about. allegedly. Cause he could be, he could just be a. It's just an honest mistake, man. <laughs> like, God damn, nigga! If you are listening to this, you've made four mistakes at your job today. That's a fact. Today, nigga, I make egregious, motherfucking egregious mistakes at work once a week. Whose man is this? Stop doing this shit, man! Every time y'all get a little bit of information, it's a little bit. You can't get on the internet and call for somebody fire. Like these is real people, dog. Like, this is not like, I know, this is not the metaverse. <laughs> nigga, this is the real universe. This is a real person, dog. Like, we be like, no, get this nigga the fuck out of here. I don't care. It's insensitive. What? I'm, it's the court of public opinion. And since when did. The public dumb as fuck. <laughs> what if you could get hired and fired based upon what the internet said about you? You can. In you certain 100% fields, yeah, can. you can. I'll take that back. You 100%. But I'm just saying, like, what is your, what about your regular ass job? You work at the T Mobile call center, and based upon what niggas on the internet say about your performance, that shit, wow. You could get fired. And low key, you can too. Because I just, you niggas get on Twitter. I just talked to Randall at uh, T Mobile, and this nigga was the rule to such and such and such and such. Then they're going to get that, that little DM saying, hey, this is such and such from mobile support. I love to give us a chat. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, that's how it works. And give you a different 1-800 number to call. People love get on the internet and spew. I, I ain't going to front. I didn't did that shit online before my damn self. Yeah, niggas be all the way wrong. Man, I was on the phone with this one lady. She was going in on me. Like she was da 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 da. I made the payment. Y'all hired this and this. I'm about to call. I'm about to call uh the such and such on the third party. I'm like, okay, uh, all right. I stay on the phone. She paid a very similar company called her telling her that her payment was due. It's not the same company that, that I was working for. Right. Like as soon as she heard the actual name, she just hung up. I'm like she's too embarrassed like too embarrassed it's like oh shit I made a mistake it wasn't y'all that was calling me it was this other company that was calling me and I actually owe them money too you owe a lot of people money and I'm like but she was ready to, I'm I'm, I'm tired every time y'all do this and y'all do this y'all people nothing. y'all people ain't do nothing like you was wrong like you probably could have jumped on Twitter every time such and such insert company here is just so bad and this and this and that my nigga, that ain't happen. <laughs> like it, it didn't happen. No, I feel you. I feel you. Like y'all just be loud and wrong sometimes. 
Hey, a lot of times. Not sometimes, a lot of times. And guess what? Hey, I'm wrong too sometimes. Niggas don't do the research on these $1,000 phones. Don't even bother to hit Google. They see something that's a headline. It sound good. It triggers an emotion. And that's just what it is. Man, I, uh, back in the day, uh, when Jesus and Meryl just had their little podcast. I won't say that little. When they was just doing the podcast, I think it was Jesus. Um, he used to be like, you got to hear both sides. And it was like a joke. You know what I'm saying? And but I started, you do. And I started saying that shit like, like, as just like, yo, this nigga just shot the whole fucking mall up. <laughs> gotta hear both sides as a joke. But as more and more this shit come out, I'll be like, ah, I gotta hear both sides. Cause that shit sounds wild. Just how it sounded wild when they was like, yo, the border patrol agents out there whipping people like slaves. And then when you actually do the research and it was like, no one actually got whipped. And those strings that they thought was, was just the, the reins on the horse and nobody was actually getting whipped with them. Cause everybody just saw the same three pictures. Like there was no video evidence of anybody getting whipped, um, on a, a, a slave horse. Like it looked wild. Let me go ahead and take a look, see a little bit more. The headlines all said we whipping slaves. We this and we that, we that. But like, but what happened in real life though? Nothing. Nobody got whipped. <laughs> like, wouldn't it have been crazy though if somebody did get whipped? It would have been. Then people came like in the history. Well, you can whip somebody with the rain. Yes, you can. I can whip you with a fucking anything, but it didn't <laughs> but, happen. But a rain on a horse is much different than a fucking bull whip and trying to beat somebody ass. A rain on a horse, yes, you could hit somebody with it, but they have to be very close, or you either taking this rain off the horse. Like the little videos, I'm like, I, I I got to see it though, cause like I I, I got emotion. I feel, I'm pissed when I see this shit. Right, let me see this shit first, cause as soon as I see it, not then I'm I feel justified in in getting on you know talking your shit and everything. I'm like, yeah, I just can't see it. Yeah. I ain't see it. Not saying not saying it didn't happen, but where'd you see where the it? evidence at? Where'd you see it at? Cause I did I I didn't see that shit. Uh, I don't know, man. Everybody gets a fucking who man's is this dog because um niggas out here kissing their mama, um uh, tongue kissing. <laughs> niggas out here tongue kissing their mama. Motherfuckers is um talking shit about you for being skeptical about some shit they was lying about on some vaccine shit. Motherfuckers is trying to get niggas fired from Bucharest because <laughs> they following their orders and shit. Niggas trying to get Hoopers fired, mean getting announcers fired because they got the exact same name. Fucking one black man feel like a white woman. Like, yo, this so it's seven days. In, how what's what's the it's seven days into the year, my nigga. It's the seventh of January. And Sydney Portier passed away. Man, that was tough. That was tough. That's an icon. That's an icon. Man, I seen somebody post, why ain't y'all crying like y'all did that white lady last week when Sidney Portier uh, passed? Talk about it. I mean, I ain't mad at that. Sidney Portier is a fucking icon. An icon. You ain't never seen Sidney Portier step and fetch on TV. You ain't never seen him play no drug dealer. Eloquent man. Amazing roles, a legend, a legend, a trailblazer. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uptown Saturday night, my nigga. Classic. Classic.
classic. Uh, we use a couple uh his movies. Raising in the Sun. Come on, my nigga. Come on. You have you've seen the version of Raising in the Sun with Sidney Portier? Come on. I mean, on. I watched it because I didn't want to do the when I was supposed to be reading the book. <laughs> I watched it. And he gave you everything you needed. That's a fact. I, re- I did the report based on he the He gave movie. you everything you needed. I'm fairly sure they knew though. Remember when Cliff Notes used to say your life? Yo, shout out to Cliff Notes. Do kids still fuck with Cliff? They got Google. Fuck, they do. Nigga, I cheated on a fucking um, exam for a gig. These fucking questions was hard. These math questions was hard as fuck, okay? This is, and it was like trapezoids and all type of shit. Like, it was a bunch of fucking, I'm like, yo, who the, like, we not about to be doing this shit at this job. I went online and g- typed in the exact question, and that shit was on the internet. Pay $14 to get it. Ace that shit. Niggas call me right back. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm like, nigga, it was worth the $14. Like, that's for your current job you did that shit. Uh, Possibly. Not Allegedly. my current. No, not my current. But, uh, man, I went through a long process for this one gig. I went to, you know, you did all your, your interviews. Then you do your little, they give you tests. Then they sent you to Plant Moran to like this, um, for them to like give you a, a personal evaluation to figure out if you I'm like shit, I think they paying that much money. <laughs> like, fuck is y'all doing? But you want to be sure you worth the investment. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, man. Look, nigga, the best I'm doing is taking, doing an interview, an online assessment, and a drug test. That's all I got for you, man. Man, I took an interview the uh, the other day, actually. Call me back this morning. I'm going to do another one on Tuesday. Your job just reached out to me. Yeah? Yeah, they did. If the money right, damn there. Yeah, we'll talk offline. Yeah, the money right, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, man, uh, I mean, this whole episode been a whose man's... Yeah, no need shit. to ask you if you got one. I do have a music pick of the week. It's from 4-2 Doug and 2 Chains called Million Dollars Worth of Game. I wonder if I can play this on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, back truck in the coop. Only time I'm going back and forth is for the juice. They still got me in court. Crazy. Only time I let it court when I'm right. I'm famous. But can't change me. A million dollar worth of game. I sold green, sold white, sold lyrics. Course, I watching the house play the piss. Okay, money on my nightstand, jewelry on my nightstand. Aftermarket, they stand though. I pray I don't gym. They say it's on sight, then I guess it's on sight. Then first couple of shows, the effing was my hype man. Way before the PJ, I had a flight plan. Go with me, shake his hand, that's my right hand. I hope your homeboy out of spite, man. We had so much lean, the store ran out of Sprite, and y'all don't get it. A on my fit. You saying a bunch of shit, they ain't living. Back on my pivot, kitchen water with All these turkey bags, they thought it was Thanksgiving. Don't make me pull a lot of meat. Cash right. ain't tripping. Long air nose on sticks, got it pipping. Let me see you shake one too. cheek at a time. Double shot with the line, yeah, your body different. Made back truck in the coupe. Only time I'm going back and forth is for the juice. They still got me in court. Crazy. Only time I let it court when I'm right, I'm famous. But can't shame me. A million dollar worth of gain, I 
Yeah. So that's my music pick of the week. Four to Doug and two chains, million dollars worth of game. Shit, they gotta play that shit on million dollars worth of game. You know how they start yeah. off the show, you know, doing all that shit. Yeah, I, I fucks with that shit, man. That shit. I fucks with Doug, man. Yeah, I think he gonna be around for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got the right backing behind him, and he he gonna give you he gonna give you a couple heaters every project. Yeah, yeah. And he from Detroit. Uh, somebody just got signed. Um, Baby Money got signed to uh, QC, and that's gonna be a big look. Um, he dropped his first song with QC, I think, today. Yeah, I saw. It's gonna be a good look for the city, man. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, it's time for the benediction. First Benny of the year. Man, this music made me feel good. Always, shit. So, do I go first or do you go first? It's your man's Dame three underscores three one three on the Twitter on Instagram at me talk to me I talk back and yo I appreciate a lot of these podcasts that recently reached out we were on press for convo this week highly sober TV just dropped our episode two so please tune in and support these gentlemen support these shows and these movements we'll probably have them on sometime in the near future so we can you know, extend the support to them. Uh, and shit, man, it's, it's it's a new year. But guess what? We still on top of this shit, and we not going nowhere. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It is Shop Talk Podcast, baby. Uh, shout out to y'all, man, making it through. We in 2022. If you're hearing this shit, you made it to 2022. When cars supposed to be flying by now? Yeah, they was. Okay. Yeah, we damn near can't get an electric car this motherfucker. Yeah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But hey, uh, I'll be flying in the whip, though, if that counts. Nah. Nah. Right, though. Uh, shout out to y'all, though, man. Uh, shout out to uh, Press for Combo. That was a pretty cool episode. Uh, the YouTube uh, just dropped. Uh, I'm going to put the YouTube in the link of this show, our YouTube, and that one, too. But subscribe to the YouTube channel. Video's going to be out there. Uh, listen on Spotify, man. You can see us. If you're listening right now, you should be listening on Spotify until Apple get their video, video shit together. I'm happy about that, though. Because if since Spotify got video and it's opening up to more people, that's going to force Apple to put video. Force their hand. Absolutely. And more people, 88% of you listen on Apple Music. I mean, Apple Podcasts. So, I mean, until then, <laughs> listen on your iPhone. Just listen. Yeah. Just listen. That's all I want you to do. Just listen. This episode is um, on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's wherever you can fucking listen to that shit. Because when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Day. Hell yeah. Peace.